Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Crypto Chats. Uh, today I have a very bizarre one for you, um, but I'm excited to talk about it because it's so weird and so interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about the Red Ghost Ghost Camel of Arizona. Um, this story requires a little bit of context as to why there would be a camel in Arizona, um, because the United States is not really known for its camel population. Um, so I'm, before we jump too much into the legend of the Red Ghost himself, um, I'll give you a little bit of, of backstory on how camels made their way into the United States. We got a history lesson in here as well. Um, so the first ever, uh, I guess, event, recorded event of there being a camel in the United States was in the 1700s where a white man brought two camels to Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, one female, one male camel. Um, supposedly with the intention of breeding them, um, but I don't know that for sure because this intention, I guess, was never recorded fully. Um, and from there, it's kind of just like camels in the United States now. We just like have that. Camels are like really good at adaptation and probably would have survived, I would think, at least for a little bit on their own. Maybe not in Salem, Massachusetts, but um, anyway. In 1854, uh, there was a bill proposed to our government uh, for the camel experiment. And that basically means they wanted to bring more camels to the United States, specifically to help with um, military use uh, in place of horses and to help explore um, the more deserted part of the United States because at that point they're having some trouble because, uh, you know, the horses weren't doing so well and whatever they thought camels, camels will do. Um, and so that bill passed and $30,000 was put aside to acquire camels for the United States. Um, so then three years later in 1857, 72 camels arrived in the United States. Uh, so the, the camel population in the United States went from maybe two, I don't know how long those camels lived, um, to 74, if we count the two that originally were in Salem, Mass. Um, so, and they kind of took, they took those camels to go ahead and, and work for exploration um, and also just like help out the military in place of horses. But they still used horses, that's an important tidbit of information, because the camels were great for exploration. They were wonderful. They did what they needed to do. They had higher endurance um, in that climate than the horses did, and they didn't require as many stops. They didn't need as, as much water, um, etc., etc. Uh, except they had, cam I don't know if any of you have ever met a camel. I've never met a camel, but I've seen some videos. I'm pretty familiar with the way camels are as creatures and they have a horrible attitude. They are real sassy, real pissy, uh, animals. And so their general bad attitude was not great for what they were trying to use the camels for, but also they would regularly scare the horses that they were still using and at night, they would just wander off and just disappear into the desert. So all of the, the soldiers and the people tasked with exploring um, the desert of the United States, basically, uh, were fed up with the camels. Um, and by the time the Civil War rolled around, they were like, honestly, fuck these camels. We don't want them anymore. 
and they were either let loose or sold. Most of them were let loose. There were only a handful that were sold. Um, and they all kind of congregated in Southern Arizona, which is how we ended up with camels in Arizona. Um, which is so weird. And I guess there was like a, a pretty solid camel, like wild camel population for like a pretty decent amount of time in Arizona. Um, and then from this camel population, it was a bunch of feral camels, uh, came this legend of one specific camel called the Red Ghost um, that is basically kind of red, uh, really bony, like skeletal looking almost, um, and was said to have a human skeleton riding on its back. Um, and according to, you know, the early days of this tale, I guess it was a demonic creature. Um, and that's crazy. It's like, it's so weird looking because it really just looks like, like what you would expect. Like, it's like the dog like version of the chupacabra, but like bigger and like more bony, but it doesn't really look very much like a camel as according to like the, the legend. It kind of just like it lost its camel like appearance. Um, but anyway, I'm going to read you a little bit of uh, the very beginning of this legend and how this kind of started. Um, so in 1883, there was a ranch near Eagle Creek in southwestern Arizona. Um, one morning, two of the men that lived on this ranch went out to check on the livestock and left their wives and children at the ranch. Um, about mid-morning, one of the women went down to the spring to get some water while the other remained in the house of the children. Uh, all of a sudden, their dogs started barking like crazy. The woman inside the house heard a real scary scream, and she looked out the window and saw a huge, reddish-hued beast running by with a devilish-looking creature strapped to its back. Um, if you'll remember a few few moments ago uh, when I said that it was described to have essentially a human skeleton strapped to its back, um, I guess I, I assumed it was maybe just flopping around. Um, but I think it's more, maybe it was like, you know, like leading the camel. Um, so the woman ended up barricading herself and all the children in the house, um, waiting for the men to come back. And unfortunately the next night, the body of the other woman who went to go retrieve the water, uh, was found trampled to death. Very sad. Um, the tracks found around her were um, cloven hoof prints, much larger than that of a horse, along with strands of reddish hair. Um, so from there, they kind of were just like, okay, so it was definitely that crazy, weird, demonic camel that we saw. Um, a few days later, there was a party of prospectors um, that were awakened by the sound of thunder thundering hooves and ear-piercing screams. Their tent collapsed, and the, claw the men clawed their way out of the tangle just in time to see a gigantic creature run off into the moonlight. Um, and then later that day, when they had woken up officially, they did find also a bunch of huge cloven hoof prints um, and long strands of red hair. Um, and, but they, what's interesting is they also found uh, this, like, red hair clung to, like, um, plant life that was around too. So it wasn't just like in the footprints, uh, like we saw in the first one, but it was, uh, spread around in like various places that this camel would have like maybe run by or something. Um, so obviously like as, as it goes sometimes, like these stories kind of ran rampant. Um, and from there, like there's a mixture of like reported sightings and like obvious fabrications um, 
kind of everybody trying to trying to get their moment with the the red ghost ghost camel. There was a man who saw um, who claimed that he saw the beast kill and eat a grizzly bear, which is terrifying because the thought of anything killing and eating a grizzly bear is kind of scary. Um, and he, there was another man who claimed that he saw it and he chased it, but it disappeared before his eyes. It, it just turned into like a whole thing and everybody was was trying to cash in on this uh, this weird experience. How many of those were actual reported sightings? I don't know. Um, and how many were embellished stories? I'm not really sure. It kind of is the same with um, even modern day cryptids. Like you don't know how many are how many are real and how many are, you know, a case of mistaken identity or even just um, a straight up lie. So anyway, so just like a couple more um, reported incidents with the red ghost ghost camel. Um, a few months after the incident with the miners, after the prospectors, um, there was a rancher who rode up on the animal while he was rounding his cows. Um, this man recognized this creature as a camel, but with something tied to its back that resembled the skeleton of a man. Um, and although uh, he had a reputation among his fellow townspeople as being an honest man and not one to give tall tales, uh, most people didn't believe him. They were like, you're full of shit, man. And so then several weeks later, uh, the camel was spotted again by another group of prospectors, and they all too saw this weird thing attached to the animal's back. They saw this weird human-like skeleton riding on the back of the camel. Um, so this time, this group of people shot at it. They tried to fire at it to see if they could kill it or even just scare it away, uh, but they missed. And if they were trying to scare it, they mission succeeded because the animal bolted and ran and a piece of the strange object that they noticed on its back fell to the ground. Um, when they went to go look into what it was that fell on the ground, they found, this is, uh, this is gross, a piece of a human skull with parts of flesh and hair still attached to it. So that's disgusting and horrifying. Um, but then only a few days later, this red ghost camel is spotted again. Uh, this time the victims were teamsters. I don't really know what a teamster is, uh, but they were camped. They were camped out um, on a relatively deserted road. Um, they said they were woken up in the middle of the night by a really loud scream. Um, and according to the eyewitnesses, they said that a creature at least 30 feet tall knocked over two freight wa ragged, wagons, wagons, two freight wagons, and generally raised hell with the camp. And that's, I mean, can you imagine like being woken up in the middle of the night to something like huge that's like just off-putting to look at, like coming at you, and then just destroying everything you own? Because basically these dudes like ran and hid in the bush. Um, so that they wouldn't be spotted by the camel. All of their things were destroyed. Um, and when they finally came out of hiding, when the camel left, they found, once again, cloven hoof prints and red strands of hair. So there's just, like, there's a lot. There's a lot about this camel. There's even more stories. Um, and I, I don't know, like, this is the first time, looking into this is the first time I ever, um, even knew about camels being in the United States, let alone there being uh, what is essentially a ghost camel um, with a weird human creature stuck to its back. Um, 
I don't know. I really like it, honestly. Like, and I'm really interested in the desert, just kind of in general. Um, but I really want to go to the desert where this thing is supposedly living because I would love to to catch a peek at this guy. Something about it is just like so odd to me. Like camels are we weird creatures in general, and I think they're so silly and funny to look at um, already, despite their like general disinterest in existence. Um, so like just like a weird cryptid camel just sounds like a great time to me um yeah i guess like the the last time it appeared was sometime in the like early 1900s um and that bums me out i apparently uh the the last the reason why it was seen one last time is because um some man shot it and that that's a bummer um, but what was interesting is that after this guy shot it, it was, you know, they did an examination of it, um, and the examination of the, of the corpse of this animal did convince everybody who saw it that it was the red ghost. Uh, I guess the animal's back was, like, heavily scarred from rawhide strips that, um, had been used to tie down the body that was strapped to the back of it, um, and the the leather strands that um from that tying that guy down had cut into the camel's flesh so it kind of did confirm at least that part of it at least but there there was no human body attached to it which is interesting there was like no person um and no one really knows like how that would have happened anyway um, unless, like, some assholes just, like, playing a joke on everyone was like, I'm gonna attach this dead body to this camel and it's gonna suffer, uh, because that would be cruel and ridiculous. Um, but yeah, that's what I have for you on the Red Ghost Ghost Camel. Uh, really interesting story. I'm really glad I stumbled across it because that's wild to me, and I really wish that that thing was still roaming out there, because I can only imagine... Uh, the kind of mood I would be in if I looked out my window in the morning and saw a red giant red camel with a human skeleton attached to it. <laughs> to me, that just sounds like a great way to start a day. Uh, so anyway, um, real quick, I have some really cool news for everyone who is currently listening. If you have made it to this point, good job. Um, so I uh, recently started another podcast with a really good friend of mine, Miss Sarah Cooper from the American Snallygaster Museum. Um, and we are going to be doing a weekly podcast very similar to this one, but uh, with a different focus, um, whereas mine is, is all uh, basically North American obscure cryptids. Um, Sarah and I's new podcast called Cryptid Crunch. Uh, will be focused a little bit on everything, but mostly outside of the United States. So that's really cool. Um, and you guys should all definitely check it out. Uh, crypto chats or crypto chats might take a little bit of a, a break. We might go to, to bi-weekly. I'm going to feel it out and see how, see how it feels, um, running two podcasts and yeah, but I still definitely will have some cool content for you guys. Um, for sure. I'm not gonna, not gonna stop making episodes forever. Um, and with that, I'm going to end this one. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. See you next week.